Welcome back to another episode of Noah's Nonsense. I'm your host, Noah Bratz. Today's date is July 2nd, 2021, with uh, guest star David Schmidt. D- Mr. Schmidt, please tell us about yourself. Well, I was uh, born and raised in the city of Milwaukee. Uh, my dad was a firefighter. My mom was a secretary and a stay-at-home mom. Um, in high school, I really enjoyed playing sports and thought that maybe teaching might be a good uh, profession because I could continue sports. wasn't going to continue in any professional sports with my size and shape, so um, decided to become a teacher, and math was one of my favorite subjects. So went to school, Concordia, um, in Mequon, to become a teacher. Taught for seven years back in Milwaukee at the high school I graduated from. Got a master's degree and then moved up to the Sheboygan area to teach math and coach football at Lakeland University. Did that for three years and then a math opening and the head football job opened at Howard's Grove. Taught there for 18 years and was head football coach there and uh, also 10 years as the athletic director. During that time, I also um, went back to school to get my principal's license and um, applied at Valders and they hired me. So as I just finished my first year at Valders as a principal high school. And that is what we'll be talking about today, the end of the year part. Uh, <clears throat> I needed more water. End of the year recap, uh, Schmid says, that's what we're going to call this episode. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the socks I'm wearing, as I told you uh, not to set you off guard. They are Cookie Monster socks um, I got from the robotics mentor, Shannon. That was very kind of her. And as I look down, I do not think you wear socks. I am not. It's summer. Um, I'm pretty anti-sock in the summer, so whenever I have a chance, um, I have whatever these kind of shoes are on. I wear Crocs a lot in the summer, so. <sighs> All right. I, I would, I don't know, I'd call those, like, not moccasins, not hey dues, but maybe somewhere in between. Sanooks, maybe, Nooks. is what's written on the side. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Very a, comfortable. Oh, good. Good to hear. But uh, I won't bully you for not wearing <laughs> socks. Because I did that in Trent's episode, but uh, I am a little bit disappointed, but that's that's fine. That's okay. fine. I know I didn't warn you, but that, right. that a little sad. But uh, back back to what we should talk about, not just a sock <laughs> rant. Um, you kind of talked about like why you wanted to be a teacher, so I guess I'll uh, ask something else there. Um, what's like your favorite like memory teaching, like math or like coaching? You know that. Well. I've been teaching now for 28, 29 years in education, so there's a lot of them. I'd say, um, you know, one that that transcends a lot of the years is just being able to see kids get math. Um, Not a lot of kids come into your math classroom when they love math. Some do, but most do not. Um, And it's fun to see kids like the light bulb turn on over their head, you know, when, when they finally get something after, been working hard at it. Um, you know, speaking of working hard, that, that's probably one of my favorite things is watching students, athletes, um, musicians, actors work really hard at something and then perform, whether that be on a Friday night football game or on a, on a, at a band concert, and they perform their best because they have put so much hard work into it. And I think that same thing happens at school. Nobody just comes and watches, you know, somebody take a math test, but that's pretty fun to watch somebody get an A on a math test or even a B or a C, but they had to work their butt off to get there, and that's pretty fun. Um, I've been involved in athletics, so there's been some pretty special 
you know, games and, and victories that I've had as a football coach um, and then also as athletic director, a couple of teams that I've accompanied to um, state and win state titles in volleyball and basketball um, when I was at Howard's Grove that were pretty, pretty cool too. Well, that is something. Um, I think a lot of teachers um, agree with that, so at least you're not off your uh, rocker, I'd say. But um, So you were a math teacher for a while, so why did you like jump to principal? Like, why did you take that? I know you kind of talked about it, but like, I know you talked about your coaching, but like, what set that like really in the ground? Because now this is pretty small. Yeah, um, I guess I would say it's really kind of just been a natural progression. You know, I taught math for a long time and coached and then when I came to moved up to Howard's Grove and I was the head coach that was a natural progression from just being an assistant um, a couple years into that then I became the athletic director which was another natural leadership progression um, I had a number of very close friends in education tell me that um, I should look into becoming a principal they thought I would be good at it um and i thought in my time my time of life um, where my kids and my family were it would be a good time and i thought that i'd be able to coach teachers now who would then get to work with students so instead of just certain athletes i would get to work with the whole student body kind of as a coach that's kind of how i look at it okay so not uh head uh, sports coaching but just yeah. Life, co- life coaching. Yeah, though. could call it that. Education coaching, life coaching. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's cool. Um, so one of the fan submitted questions. Um, the previous one was Noah Nelson, whatever. But this one was by Sophia Donovan Kupacek. What was your biggest change when you stepped foot in the Valder store? Well, I had taught at Howard's Grove for eighteen years, and so I guess I would say. Right or wrong, I was pretty comfortable there. Um, I had some really good friends in the teaching staff. I I currently live in Howard's Grove, so I have a lot of good friends in the community. Um, The biggest thing is I had to start over. So I didn't know, um, I didn't know the staff when I came in. Um, I kind of knew Mrs. Iselman from being a fellow AD, but that was about it. Um, The community is very similar to Howard's Grove. They're both very small. I think Howard's Grove High School is maybe 20 or 30 kids smaller than Valder's. So that was kind of similar, but I didn't know any students and I didn't know any of the traditions um, or anything like that. So that was, that was a big, that was a big change. And then the position itself was a huge change as well. I mean, uh, you know, that is kind of a a big uh, jump in both, I think, pay and responsibility. So I, I understand that. Um, there is one thing that you kind of talked about, traditions, that I personally um, would like you to change, I guess. Okay, what's that? Um, so I don't know if you're very familiar with the Droid Rage um, robotics team. Um, started in Valders, I think it's 12 years ago now. Okay. So if you ever go walk down yep. the trophy case, you'll, you'll see us in there. And some other teams in the local area, too, and whatnot. Um, prom is always like the weekend like the last weekend give or take like around the 24th ish yeah of april uh, if april yes that is when the robotics team if we would move on to worlds okay we would be missing prom and freshman year i didn't have a date or anything so that's fine (laughs) sophomore year i don't i don't know what happened junior year covid but like or not, um, sophomore year COVID, excuse me. Yeah. Junior year, I went, 
um, Worlds was canceled because of COVID. All right. But like looking for the students like that are you know below me. Some of them are robotics, yeah. and I feel if you could either change the week before or something like that. Like if you look, I don't know what website. I just know first the like the head robotics people. Like they, I'm pretty sure they have it like the next couple years of where it is. Like we went to Detroit. Um, people have gone to like Louisiana. We wanted to go to Florida one year, but like, so if we could, um, it's more me complaining, I guess, than more, <laughs> more asking, but if you could be a little bit more, um, I guess, self-conscious about that and, and change prom, like plus or minus a week or two from robotics, because I didn't mind robo prom, but I would love to go to prom at Valders where I am right. raised. Right. So, I mean, I was going to tell that to Lobs, the previous teacher, but our pre- previous principal, but since you're the guy, and I thought I should let you know that uh, that's your tradition that c- could be moved, and I think everyone would still be happy campers. Yeah. I, I, I guess I would say two things to that. Number one, if that's something that you'd really be interested in, I would, I would get involved with the prom committee. Um, I don't know... If it's set in stone for next year, it, it might be too late for next year already, but certainly bring up those kind of concerns um, to the student council and the prom committee. Uh, the second thing I would say is that time of year is really tough because if we take it off of something that's really important to you and we move it a weekend before or a weekend after, now that might be on a weekend that's really important to other people too. So it's kind of one of those things where you can't win, but... Um, I certainly would encourage you or anybody else that has concerns about the prom date or anything else, get involved and and um, share that. And hopefully we can come up with a, a solution that works for everybody. Well, thank you for uh, such openness and honesty. I appreciate that. Um, on to the next question, um, submitted by Gracie Neuenfeld and Bailey Kohler, I believe. I, I'm sorry if I said your name wrong. But uh, so the new phone policy, I, I believe you're cracking down, I would think. Yeah, I, I would agree with the second part of that. The first part is it's not a new phone policy. Um, it would be the same cell phone policy that's been in place with in our board um, policies and in the student handbook. I would say, to be completely honest with you, it's probably something that got away from me last year. Um, like I said, I was new and trying to learn a whole bunch of stuff and in addition to that there's a lot of technology that teachers were getting getting ready to learn and um, teaching kids in class teaching kids out of class twice we were out everybody was out of class so there was a lot going on that that kind of got pushed to the back burner and it really became in my opinion um, a distraction in our school for students for teachers um, that really detracts from why we're here and that's to learn um I think cell phones are here to stay and and technology is here to stay and that's going to ever evolve. But what's important for us, me as an older adult and and high school students is to learn the appropriate use of technology. Um, I don't I don't think it would be appropriate that if I got a text, I'd pull it out in the middle of this podcast. That would be rude, um, disrespectful. And I think the same thing happens in our school, that that students are so attached to their cell phones or other technology that it takes away from the real reason why they're here. And um, so, like I said, it's not a new cell phone policy. It'll just be something that we enforce uh, uh, much better and more consistently this coming school year. Um, 
I agree with that personally. Um, I don't find it too bad in the classes I'm in. To like, I know, I get what you're saying. There's always worse cases, but like, I feel in what you're saying is true. But like, I feel it more at like. I mean, lunch is your free time, so I can't say anything. But like, the more social construct is just like you see lunch tables, just everyone on their phones, not even talking. Like, right. in my opinion, that was like the best part of the day. Yeah, it's like you cannot interrupt me. It's like our time, you know. Which is, I get the point of school in the forty-five minutes, and it's their time, not my time. But like, that's another thing. Like, I know you. It's like their time. Do whatever. I just feel like. I don't know some social reform and like the whole whole society as as a thing would be would yeah. be good but like it's just so like de- not depressing that's not the right word um sad i guess you could go with that you just see people and like i personally i don't mind school like it's not my favorite but the reason i mean i show up because i have to but the one reason i do enjoy it more is like that social thing and like when i when i graduate i have like 10 friends we'll say and, like, there's only two of them I'll talk to on the daily. Everyone else is going their separate way. So you got to appreciate that, like, moments now, I feel, is just a struggle for some of us. Well, I think, I mean, humans are created to be interactive social beings and um, not to have their face buried in a screen all the time. Um, you know, I grew up when phones were attached to the wall and they had a big, long spiral cord and whatever you were talking about, everybody else in the house heard you talk about. And um, that's how it was. And I didn't have, you know, cell phones weren't around and I didn't have one until I was probably in my mid-20s when they became affordable for the regular person. And it was about the size of a brick. Um, and all it really did was call. Um, and they've evolved so fast and they're, they're, they're great things. And um, social media is great. Like you said, you have you have 10 friends and you'll keep in touch with two well social media will help you keep in touch with those other eight but it but social media can also be bad i mean i I don't think social media is good or evil it's neutral and it's just how it's used is determined what 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 the end result is um got to be able to interact with people there's very few jobs that you're going to be able to get where you just sit in the corner of cubicle and not interact with anybody so um, that human interaction is something that we're definitely, definitely missing. And I think it affects some students' uh, mental health, you know, if they're, if they're not interacting or they're reading stuff on, on online or on, on an app that, that can be taken different ways. You know, you and I talking here, you see my, my, my body movements, you see my facial expressions, things like that. When you're texting somebody or you're using Snapchat or Instagram, you you don't get to see any of that stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, man, I just really got to clear my throat today. But, like, I've had it where I send a text or something like that. I prefer calling. Like, I'm getting a lot better. I used to be yeah. really bad about it. It's just, like, I never called people, especially when you're younger, you know. Like, the eight, I didn't get my phone till like, freshman year. Good. Like, late eighth grade. So, Good. But it's just, like, when you send a text, you're like, that sounds a lot harsher like yeah. not the point and the thing is when i t- if i were to text you right now you just see an essay <laughs> for everything it's yeah. just who i am and like i just rather call you take the two minutes i get it is a lot more convenient but that's another thing i think people like i struggled with calling the bank that was just not because i didn't call people i just like i i used to have like um like nervous like really bad about that yeah. So, like, that's another thing. Like, people don't call the, like, I know a lot of people are just like, all right, I don't need to call the bank. I'll 
go in person, but like sometimes you got you got to like go over that. I feel yeah. like that's just like I don't know. If that's just my generation, or just like me personally. I really struggled with it for the longest time. But I feel like that's another hurdle we need to go over. As like I I don't know. I guess a society. To, I don't know. I just see it a lot. I'll hear people like, "Yeah, I have to go to the bank." I don't feel like calling them. I'm like, just learn it, do it, get comfortable, yeah. get used to it. And I hate when people don't answer their phone though, like to degree. Yeah. It's just like I get you have stuff going on, but you couldn't like let me know something like uh but anyway yeah I, I think it's really important it would be an extremely important life skill for anybody to be able to learn how to communicate in all different facets to be able to go into the bank and person to person get your problem resolved or your question answered to be able to call on the phone and and actually speak to somebody on the phone and to be able to use social media now like i said i grew up not having any of that so I probably could get better in my use of social media you know in my job and maybe even in my social life but um, I, I think the, the more the more well-rounded you are the more opportunities you'll have as you grow up um, opportunity is a very big thing and I like to I know we still got some things to discuss so don't we're not wrapping up but like thanks for having me though I know it's early but like it's been, it's been good once you know it's going well right. um like for like principle, I'm just curious. This is more like um, I'm just. I find this. I don't hear this every day, but like, what would you use like as a principle, like social media for, except like football events or stuff like that? Like, w- would you think there'd be any new or different you would add to it? I guess. Well, um, you know, I, I, I guess I would take the Monday minute. I, I write the Monday minute. I don't know how many students actually read it. Um, I do know that a lot of parents have said something to me that they really appreciate it. But that gets emailed out. In school, I think students are taught to use email, but I don't think that's their first method of communication. Now, when they get a job, that's probably going to be something they need to be good at. Um, but I wonder if maybe there wouldn't be a way that I could I could convert that same thing and just send it out multiple platforms, kind of like we were talking about your podcast earlier um, before we were on the air, where you you create I create one document. And it gets emailed and then maybe posted to a, a Valor's High School Instagram account or Snapchat. And then the new one, which probably isn't very new, but new to me is TikTok, which I don't know much <laughs> about. But, you know, I don't even know which platforms it would be appropriate on. So um, and, and really my, my purpose for it would be just to get the information out to to students in platforms that they use more often than having to check their email. Um, I'm a big uh, email guy personally um, like it's just a lot like I have so many people on my phone social media it's just like I only get like 10 emails a year and I'm normally sending them so like it's easier to keep track of I, I read your Monday minutes like actually okay. I just like huh. and I like how you always put the old business so actually like if okay. I missed one I thought that was a nice character I read them a lot of it didn't, I didn't have to like worry about right. like like right. like just wear your mask stuff like that I'm like yeah. oh, I'm fine yeah I'm, I'm pretty good good lad but um I mean some friendly you know um host advice or not host uh I guess social media influencer whatever yeah. you want to call me yeah. or some advice um people you can do that just you know take a picture selfie and just put in the description copy and paste that's what I essentially do post it five different platforms the thing is, I'll like go to Facebook. We'll have a picture of Mr. Schmidt Monday minute or whatever you want to do, or just the Valders in the background. And you can put the text in the description. 
I mean, I just don't know how many kids are going to get to follow you, but, like, or Instagram, same thing, have a picture, text. Yeah. I don't know TikTok. I personally don't like TikTok. I stay away from that. That's where I, like, cross the line. <laughs> I, like... I like Facebook and stuff like that because most of it's like family. Instagram's yeah. like more friends, some family. Yeah. But like you see other people. It's just like TikTok's just like, I call it like a lesser YouTube in my eyes. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit biased, I guess. <laughs> but like you could. It wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. You just got to do it. I just don't know how much like people. Instagram, they have like, I know other people, um, like students have like some Valder's things. So like games. I don't know if that's sponsored by, or not sponsored, but like. I know, like, um, not the yearbook crew, it's some, some individual or some group I'm okay. not aware of. It's like, okay, Monday <laughs> game, um, it's uh, wear pajamas, you know, yeah. stuff like that. There's, I don't yeah. know, I think that's all student-based, but, right. I mean, you could you could get it, like, official do-it-yourself if you wanted yeah. to or have a group of students. I mean, you could, you could do it if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Like I said, I'm a little old school, so it works pretty good email, and if I have some time this summer to play around with it, maybe I'll look at something else, but... We'll see. I just talked to the younger lads yeah. or younger yeah. lasses. Just be like, what do, what do you guys think? Would right. you do it? I'll, I'll help you out if okay. you need. I mean, I send me an email. That. All right. Yeah, no problem. But <laughs> I think that's enough about phones um, and social media and such. Right. Um, this is one of my favorite questions I got today. Um, what does it take to make your haircut that good? Uh, ben Eben, fellow senior, <laughs> uh, asked this. Well, um, as many of you may know, um, Losing your hair is a recessive gene trait that you get from your mom's dad. So my maternal grandpa was a lot like me. Um, he fought it a little bit, kind of had like comb over and stuff like that. But he would always he would always tell us, um, God only made a few perfect heads, and on the rest he had to put hair. <laughs> so um, I had I had really hard to manage curly kind of wavy hair when I was growing up and um I played a lot of sports and so you would sweat and it would get all over the place so I just started cutting it shorter and shorter and then you know as time would have it and my jeans would have it I um started losing it and then eventually um I have I'm married and then have four daughters so bathroom time was limited <laughs> for, for me and uh I just um shaved my head with a Gillette razor in the shower every third day every every three days every three days dude I shaved yesterday I did cut myself I don't think you can see that <laughs> but like that's like once a month and I only did it for the show because it was like it was like 20 hairs oh. I was just like I don't I don't want people to see that I shave my face every day with a regular electric razor but my my head I shave in the shower every three days Really? Do you just not like any, any like, hair? Well, I can't really grow it. You know, I, I can grow hair in, in the strangest, like, I can grow plenty of hair on my face, but not any hair on the top of my head, which is strange. Um, I don't know. That's just the way my genetics work, I guess. I guess. Um, you wax it? No. Oh. It's just you... naturally... All right. Shiny, beautiful. I mean, I thought you didn't, because, like, the sun <laughs> reflecting would, like, burn my eyes. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of figured, yeah. but, yeah. I mean, just to be safe. And um, on the same topic, last one about your hair, okay? <laughs> um, so how did you feel about Emily's joke, uh, Bernie Vandenhovel, at graduation? I vaguely remember her saying like that, but I don't know. I don't really consider it a joke, but I guess. I, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. Um, 
you know, what she's going through is I couldn't imagine, and I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy. And she's handling it with such strength and courage and, and grace. And, um, you know, like I said, I have four daughters, and, and you know, they have all long, beautiful hair like she does, and I couldn't imagine losing that, you know. For somebody like me, I don't really care what I look like, you know. And um, but, but for her to be able to, to make fun of, or, or to make light of her situation, I thought was pretty cool. Brought tears to my eyes. Well, that's uh, good, good. Um, another one, I'm going to leave this senior uh, unanimous, or anonymous, <laughs> whatever. How do okay. you enunciate that? Um, so what did you, oh, that fell. Uh, what did you feel about the senior prank? I don't even know what it was, so. Oh, um, I guess, <laughs> uh, let me see how I can answer this so that I don't, I guess when I when I, I received pictures from <clears throat> Mr. Linsmeyer, the head of the buildings and grounds, um, early in the morning before I left for school, so I knew what I was coming up against. Um, I, I guess I'll say this. I appreciate that no damage was done. I guess I would draw the line on it being a prank if, if damage isn't done. Okay. Um, if if the if the spray paint or whatever they put on the sidewalk was actual spray paint and it didn't come off, then it moves kind of beyond a prank to, you know, probably criminal vandalism. Um, you know, I I think it's going to happen. I'd, I I think I would be <clears throat> I would I would be not thinking correctly if I would think that years would go by and students wouldn't do senior pranks, but. <laughs> I think it took them a lot of time to do um, with all the sticky notes and uh, toilet paper is, is pretty common. Um, that's biodegradable and we got a lot of that up, but the sticky notes were pretty funny and um, the chalk stuff on the ground was pretty funny too and it all cleaned up pretty well. So Okay. Um, I guess my biggest, I, the, the only thing was um, there was a middle school concert oh. that morning. <laughs> And I knew that there was going to be a lot of community parents coming through this entrance. And I wanted, while they would think it was funny, I wanted it cleaned up as much as we could to for them to come into our school. <laughs> I guess. Um, that's funny. But, like, I didn't, I didn't know they actually did something. I mean, I, I kind of assumed they did. But yeah. That's funny. I'm Do glad. you not come in this way? Um. Well, like I don't, I remember toilet paper. That's kind of standard, but like oh. I don't, I don't remember going to this front part and seeing anything. Yeah, we. I mean, I get here kind of early in the during the school year, so I mean, we had some time to clean it up. And like, like I said, it was it was an innocent, um, it was an innocent prank. Uh, probably took them a lot longer to put the, the sticky stuff up than it did for us to peel it off. But we had a chance to get it all off, and um, maybe that's why you didn't really notice anything. I guess uh, next time you just gotta lead it up and don't ever take it down. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know about that. Like, if I ever got personally TP'd, I'd do one of two things take it down and reuse it, or I just leave it up there and say, I don't care. I mean, I personally think toilet paper is a yeah. wonderful decoration. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, as long as you don't get the cheap stuff, then, then you got like quadruple, right. triple layer, and yeah. it's not effective. But yeah. Leave it up there, add some, add some spooky season decorations. Right. Um, I'm a bit of a Halloween guy, personally. I don't know about you. Christmas is okay, but Halloween. Love, you know, because some people actually put, like, Halloween lights up, and okay. everyone's in costumes. I just feel yeah. it's a better holiday. I don't okay. know. 
I don't know. I'd, I'd say Christmas is... Halloween, I, I enjoy Halloween, but I wouldn't put it as in my top five. Really? Yeah. What are your top five, then? I know what mine are. What are yours? Oh, I would say Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Memorial Day. No, Fourth of July, then Memorial Day. Those and, are my top five. And why that order? Um... Well, I'm a pretty religious person, so that Christmas, Easter are, are important. Um, additionally, I get to spend a lot of time with family that I don't see often. I have a brother and a sister. They both live in St. Louis, so those are two times that I get to see them and their families. Um, Thanksgiving, I obviously, as you can tell, I like food. So, um, And then I also think it's a good time to pause and give thanks for everything that you do have. Um, <clears throat> and then I was never in the military, and um, I really appreciate everything that they do because I, I couldn't do it, and, and um, the sacrifices they make, it's good to have a time to pause and, and be thankful for you know, the sacrifices that people have made for my freedom. Um, and then Fourth of July is middle of summer, it's fireworks, um, you know, things like that, campfires, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I agree, except I'm... Um I'm a little different. Uh, the reason I pick Halloween is uh, I'm pretty sure you would know this movie, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. My mother and stepfather love that movie. <laughs> their um, wedding cake. My mother does cakes at Jen's job. Okay. Her, if you didn't know that. Okay. But her cake she did, it was like that theme and like she had like the, um, the hill curved and like water. It was really cool cake. It was magical. I love that movie. Really? I watched it all the time with them especially christmas halloween my next favorite holiday is then thanksgiving my birthday is november so i'm a okay. little biased but i love thanksgiving <laughs> because most of the time i'm up north with um, my other it's more my uncle's family okay so it's great i'm a little bit like the foreign guy so you know i'm a, I'm a brats there tizzler but we're, okay. all, we're all good friends so that's a thanksgiving thing to do yeah so that's why and I, I'm, of course, like to say thanks, and my aunt always makes a great turkey or something. Okay. So it's, that's cool up north. I'll get a deer one year, though. Someday All right. All right. I'll get one. <laughs> and then probably third is Christmas. Um, I really do like my family, obviously. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're good people. Nice to go see everyone. Because right. like you said, you don't, you don't see them on the daily, most yeah. of them. Um, I mean, I didn't really have a fourth or fifth favorite holiday okay. on, the, on the top of my head, but when you said five, I'm like, oh, cripes all Friday. So, I mean, I personally love, like, Memorial Day or Labor Day, those yeah. those two, because, like, Labor Day, I believe you go to my aunt's on my dad's side and okay. play kickball in the park, Oh, and that's, that's just a great, yeah. great experience. And then I love uh, Fourth of July, um, fireworks, it is summer, I'm not really a summer guy, but it's warm, yeah. you know, cool yeah. at night, like Seven Lakes, or when yeah. my cousin will send some off. It's just <laughs> good holidays. It's a bit of thank you. Right. You know, like the American freedom. I'm right. a huge supporter of that, obviously. Yeah. So it's, that's uh, that's cool. Um, any Fourth of July plans? Because it is in the next two days. Yeah. Um, my family and I um, go up north and rent a cabin on a lake over the Fourth of July for a week every year. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm going to my aunt's friend's house. Uh, so it's gonna be good times. Yeah, I believe the Hoshbox were out of town, so I couldn't. That's where it normally is. But okay. It's uh, to spend time with Aunt Suze, right? Who uh, used to own the cruise. Um, that's kind of an inside joke. You okay. have to you have to know my. If you look at, out the window later, you'd see my car, my Chevy Cruze, two thousand twelve, oh. six V metal from Aunt Suze. That once belonged to my dad, but now belongs to me. 
Yeah, you'd have you have to know me a little bit more personally <laughs> to appreciate such um, yeah. six speed manual glory. Wow. But, yeah. Sounds like a good story. It, I mean, it's really not that exciting, but <laughs> I mean, I love I love my. I'll tell you a little about it because you seem very um, enthralled in such story. Um, I was a young lad. I used to, uh, I lived with my dad uh, for a while, and um, we were younger. I think it's around the age of ten. I think when he got the cruise because it's a 2012. Okay. He didn't. I think he got in 2014, so give or take. And I, I thought it was cool, the manual and all yeah. that, and, like, all the stuff we do. I had a lot of good memories in that car and, and stuff like that. And then a couple of years, I think I turned 14. So I was getting, like, I still had two year, years to get my license, so it wasn't, like, there. But, like, I said, Dad, if that car is still running, I'd love to have it. I'll buy it or you'll give it to me. Like, well, we'll work out an agreement. And he sold it to my Aunt Sue's. I love my Aunt Sue's. She treated it well, but I just, like... I was really sad for like the longest time because I didn't know if it was going to make it. It said <laughs> now it's at like 172,000 miles. So nice. she's still going strong. Yeah. And then um, I talked to her on Sue's, said I'd like to buy it. She's like, well, I mean, it's a good car. I could use a different car. I mean, I know you really like it because your dad and whatnot and me. And like she sold it to me and nice. owned it ever since. Owned it since September 9th. So okay. it's been a while. I love my, love my cruise. Do you give your cars a nickname? I call it Sue's Cruise. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's. I know it's weird to name it after your aunt, but it does have the alliteration, <laughs> which I do love. Sure. Right. Um, and the reason I like manuals, I'm assuming <coughs> you drove manual. Yep. Okay. I mean, I love manual. My grandfather taught me how to yeah. drive manual, and that was just a lot of good memories in that car. Um, stalled it probably over yeah. a thousand times. Yeah. Um, I teach some people, mo- mostly women, but... Um, nice to get a variety of people in. Um, and it's just like, they started, I started in the Valdez parking lot, actually, the yeah. community center, most of them. And like, my grandpa just threw us on the road, out we won. So I'm like, definitely baby them. Yeah. Is it more um, successful? I'd say yes. Yeah. It took me like a while. And like, for the second car I drove to, like, when I had my temps, second week, second car, I drove my grandpa's Volkswagen Golf 2005, five speed. And like, Oh boy, the it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Um, it took me like a couple months, like to actually feel yeah. like he's not gonna like he was super patient, but like right. he would joke to be like ah my neck whenever it's like a rough, a rough yeah. shift or or um, just good memories. So that's why I'm more of a manual man. I will never the, buy an automatic. So. The hardest part is getting it moving, and so a parking lot's a good place to start because yep. you could just get it moving, stop, get it moving, stop, and not have to worry about. Traffic. Injuring yourself or other people out on the road. I mean, yeah, it's definitely that's what I do. I wait till they're comfortable, start yeah. stop. Most of them take an hour, depending. Yeah. Some hour and a half, some half hour. There's some people that chat yeah. you. Start stop, start stop, stop. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, slowly go on the country roads, and if you're really special, you get to go to A and W. I'll normally buy. So it's kind of magical experience. But I love my manual car. It's hard um, to find. They Manuals are. Manuals are hard to find. They are. Um, I forget. When they really stopped production, I think it was, like, 2015. Like, I know yeah. the cruise ended, I believe, 2020. That, and I, I know it's, like, a cheaper car. It's, like, an Impala. Well, not Impala. More of a Malibu. But I just have a lot of emotional yeah. attachment to the cruise. <laughs> um, so, like, what did you ever... I remember I really do find manuals fascinating. But, like, do you have any, like, childhood memories at all? Like, stuff like that? Um, of cars? I mean, life in general. But if you have, like, oh, a really cool yeah. car story... Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of really good memories. Like I said, my dad was a firefighter, so 
in Milwaukee, they're full time and they, they work 24 hours and then they're off 48 hours. So my dad would be gone for a whole night and then come home in the morning. Um, but we'd, we'd go visit him at the, at the firehouse, you know, if he was at the right, at the right air in the right area of the city where they weren't very busy. And, um, after fires, they would, they have big, tall, um, ladders, no, uh, parts of the firehouse where they would hang the hoses on chains and then pull the chains up and then let the hoses drip dry. Um, so my brother and I, who's just a year younger than me, would just put our feet on the hook and then hold onto the chain, and then my dad would raise us up. And um, and then a lot of pictures on fire trucks, and we always had plastic fire helmets and stuff when we were kids. And I, for, for the longest time, I thought that's what I was going to be, was, was a firefighter. Um, but then I got to high school and really enjoyed sports and decided to go the teaching and coaching route instead. Well, that's cool. Um firefighting I that's one I couldn't do personally yeah. like just uh I mean like I'm sure maybe I can run into a fire but that physical like I I don't know if you can see I'm kind of scrawny man <laughs> I got to really hit the weight room yeah and like I, I don't think I couldn't like I think I could maybe do the 24 hours but like like the social life and all that like it just wouldn't be pleasant I like working my four tens yeah and then over time yeah. have like the weekend off normally right. or whatever you work just straightforward I know when I work yeah. I mean, my, I just, I don't know. I don't think I could really do it. Yeah. Maybe if I persevered, but it'd be, it'd be a struggle. I don't think yeah. you could just throw Noah right now and he could just handle it. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, I mean, yeah. stuff you gotta train, but like still, like that's, yeah. that's one profession I think's above me at times. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all made for, for different things, you know. Um, it was something my dad was really good at and, uh, I, I, I maybe probably could have been good at it. I don't know. I'd, didn't really ever pursue it after, you know, I was a kid. So um, I'm glad I went into teaching. I think there's, I think there's some things that I do pretty good with dealing with kids and um, people. I'm a people person, so. Yeah, no, not really much with firefighting. I mean, you got your squad or crew. I don't know what the proper term yeah. is, but teaching you got you got the whole like 80 people per grade, or right? Whatever, right? Stuff like that. But um, I think. That's the end of the... There's a couple more points, but is there anything that you would like to tell me, share, Valders, your life, any anything? Uh, I think um, I've really come to enjoy my job. Um, you know, last year seems like such a blur. I, I was new at it. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I, I'm ex- extremely fortunate to have worked in a school district with you know, a great staff. The teaching staff was great. Um, the students were awesome and, and the community is, is, you know, exactly what I was looking for. So they had a lot of patience with me my first year. Um, but it seemed like such a blur. And, and, um, now that I've had a chance to slow down and, um, you know, start my, start my second year this summer at, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate and really enjoy this position. And I look forward to seeing what, what we can do with, with the high school and with the school district moving forward. I mean, any other, like, I guess I was going to add this earlier, but now that you mentioned, like, anything, like, next week we're going to in-state or anything. Do you have anything on your mind? No. Um, you know, I, I think I have to clean up some of the stuff that, you know, I need to do better this second year before I can 
you know, I don't have anything in mind where I'm like, oh, we really have to fix this. You know, we we do a really good job of what we do. Um, Valor's is a great place to be. So um, I don't have anything, you know, any big goals in mind to change this or change that. So um, if the teachers felt as though they wanted to look at something, I certainly would. Um, I, I guess maybe a focus for this next year is um, after the pandemic and, and um, students being online and, and it was just very difficult, you know, making sure students catch up to where they're supposed to be academically. You know, some kids may have fallen behind because they were at home and, and they didn't get the same engagement that they did. And I think another thing we're going to work on as a district is just trying to make this a more inclusive place to for people to feel like they belong. You know, when you're online, you know, it's impersonal. And coming back to school now next year and there won't be an online option, <clears throat> we got to invite those people back and make sure everybody feels like they belong. Um, yeah, one of my good friends and some others and other people, like, I, I only saw him twice in, like, the yeah. last year. And, like, I text him, yeah. but, like, we didn't really hang out, sadly. But great guy, but it's right. going to be weird. Well, not weird, but, like... You know, that's the other thing, like social, like cues and changes, I feel, because of COVID. Like, there's all sorts of stuff you could say, but that's not really interesting, I don't think. And <laughs> it's been covered so many times yeah, right. that, like, I didn't really want to uh, dip into that yeah. at all, because it's kind of all the same, kind of yeah. boring. I, mean, I may not be the most uh, engaging person, but at least I know <laughs> no one wants to hear about that. Yeah. Um, I guess you kind of, I mean, that wasn't really advice, but if there was one, like, true thing you live by or some great advice to tell anyone everyone what what would you I guess preach um I would preach that your time your time in high school is a lot shorter than you think um it goes by fast and it doesn't necessarily seem like it goes by fast while you're in the middle of it but 10 years from now you're going to look back on your high school and you're going to say that went by really fast so don't wait to do don't wait to do things that you you want to do you know pursue the things that you want to do and 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 try them um you can always say there's tomorrow or there's someday but um make today that someday and and, and try the things that you want um you know our <clears throat> it seems like also it seems like our world is so pol politically divided um I guess I I would give some advice that let's let's try to change that let's let's try to be come together and realize that we have a lot more in common than we have difference so let's focus on the stuff we have in common rather than the differences that we might see in people. Um, in the words, of Mr. Bryce, the, that he stopped in earlier today, he didn't say this, but the, we'll have him on the show someday. Um, he just is that a Noah Bratz I heard? What a smoothing <laughs> voice or whatever. Um, that was funny. I appreciate that. Mr. Bryce, you should watch my videos. I'd appreciate But um, um, one of the things he always told us is, um, I'm not telling you what to believe, but here's how the facts were. Like, we're talking about stuff that happened in the past. But, like, yeah. one of the things he said, America, I believe he said, I forgot what year that it, like, ever since. I, I think he said it was, like, the 70s, and he still feels like the, I think it's more 60s, 70s era. Like, mm -hmm. there's such a divide, and, and he feels like that it's still, like, that energy kind of up to today, and I just kind of agree with that. So I guess, I don't know, Mr. Bryce is just right. I don't know where I was going with that. I thought I had a great yeah. point, yeah. great story. Yeah. 
May just a shout out, Mr. Bryce. Love that guy. <laughs> but um, extra credit for this coming fall, man. I mean, I t- I did tell him if that I turned in every assignment first quarter on time that he, there was no reason he couldn't be on the show. <laughs> okay. He kind of laughed, so yeah. I think I, I I got him. I'm not worried. There no. you go. But I mean, I think I think that's all we have uh, time for today. All right. But uh, thank you for having me, yeah. uh, guest star Mr. Schmid. Um, Fathers High School. Yeah. So thank you for uh, letting me come in. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem.